just to start off here about uh, the shortfall and the reasons there for uh, Yunus Karim, the chairperson of the Standing Committee on Finance. Um, uh, you know, he also was very critical, saying that you cannot uh, just point to uh, low GDP and other factors. What sort of culpability does SARS have in this regard? I think we have to put a few things in perspective. So, for for one, South Africa is growing well behind the rest of the world. The rest of the world is busy recovering, and South Africa is still flat. But having said that, uh, we are measured against international benchmarks. And so, for instance, you will recall that the uh, GDP was revised from 1.3 to 0.7 percent. If you if you look at the international benchmarks, then we are still extracting from the economy 26 percent. Now that's amongst the best in the world. So so yes, the, there are other factors, but the economy, as the ministers pointed out rightly, accounts for the largest part of the of the down uh, uh, downward revision. But let's talk more positively. Let's uh, what is required for us to lift this uh, to to improve and to close this. So first of all, the economy has to grow. Um, we have at the moment the lowest confidence, the lowest that we have had for years. Now, if businesses don't have confidence, they don't invest, they don't buy so, Dr. Karolison, I'm going to have to ask you to just move around slightly because uh, the signal is deteriorating. Yeah. Okay, so let me just repeat that. So, uh, uh, what is the way forward? We have to improve economic growth. Um, so, first of all, our business confidence is at its lowest that it's been for years. And if, and if the businesses don't have confidence in the economy, then they don't hire and they don't invest. And if they don't hire, we don't get pay as you earn in personal income tax. If people have, don't have confidence, consumers, uh, they don't buy, and therefore we don't collect as much domestic debt as we possibly can. So we have to get the economy back and going. But in SARS, we are doing a lot of things now to optimize our collections. We have the Panama Papers. We have the voluntary disclosure uh, for, for the wealthy South Africans to, to come forward and declare. And there we've already collected close to 10 billion rand. So that pro- those programs are meant to begin to close some of these gaps. But it is a tough economic environment that we're operating in at the moment. How do you respond to um, a political party criticism that you have a leadership problem in SARS and uh, ascribes this wholesale underperformance uh, uh, to uh, uh, the uh, commissioner and obviously the leadership team at SARS? They're saying you are incompetent perhaps and this is why you are underperforming. Well, look, it's, it's very tough for people at SARS to hear these accusations that we don't have skills and that we're not performing. But we still have the bulk of the people that we've had uh, uh, five, ten years ago. In fact, the average uh, uh, employment record of people is 15 years. I mean, we've got a, I mean so we've got skills. Um, but it's, it's, it's these attacks, continuous attacks on SARS without establishing fact is energy sapping and it is moral sapping. But uh, luckily for me, we are close to the action. I could see people are professional in their jobs, they do what they need to do, and they just get on with it. Um, we are going through a tough time as a country, and it's no use be pointing fingers at each other, because if SARS should collapse, we collect 90% of all government revenue, it's ultimately the poor that's going to suffer. So, uh, yeah, well, we're not asking for special concessions, but, but it, is, it is tough these days to operate in this environment. But the fact of the matter is that SARS is under-collecting. So what are the plans that you have in place to make sure that you rectify that? Well, look, like I said, we, have, we, have institu- we are seriously to, to international uh, cooperation agreements with the OECD. So we have line of sight of people's overseas wealth, which is quite considerable, and we intend to, to bring these people to task. We are dealing with the multinational companies that shift money out of the country, and uh, 
because of the agreements that we have with the rest of the world. And of course, the, the issue, the one other main issue that I forgot to mention is that we find that there's compliance slipping. Compliance people are not, uh, some people think that this is a time now to try and, and avoid the tax man by not submitting their, their, their returns or not paying on time. And those are all criminal offenses. Uh, and we have to deal with that because this is not the time for people to avoid their, their liability and their duty to the country. So, but, but that, I should also add, is, is a small minority. So we need to get the compliance back and the, and the tax morality back, uh, and people need to understand that they have to, to, to pay the dues. So we have a whole host of programs to close the gap and to, to minimize the gap as possible. So you also have not yet produced an annual report. What's the reason for that? Well, uh, we are currently in dispute with the Auditor General about a particular finding. I believe uh, we are presenting on the 28th of November to Parliament, and hopefully by then everything will be sorted out. But there are continuous talks between us and the Auditor General. So I understand that you're taking the Auditor General to court. Is that the case? Well, I'm not so well-versed with this, but the fact of the matter is we are talking to each other, and I think we are, we are, we are moving towards a resolution on that. Uh, it's, it's not unusual. Uh, many other departments have had disputes with the Auditor General. Um, but uh, that's something that we sort of because it's noise in the system that distracts us.